2260A. No, they started and worked there all winter and put in those doorways and everything to this river. Good banking place. They went up and seen couldn't cleared off a good banking place there, and they they worked there with a big maybe hundred twenty five men all winter, and uh, put in lots of had lots of teams and everything for all of that that river, and put in all these this work and there all winter, and when they come to break the railroads in the spring, well they broke the railways and kept breaking the railways and had some of the men keeping the logs going, going a little bit. And, and when they got the railways all broke, well then they started their drive to go, you see, to drive these logs out. Well, he started to drive those logs out, and they drove two weeks. And finally they came right straight back with the head, the, the jammers, or the head fellas running the head logs. Uh, com is, uh, they go two weeks and uh, they, they run onto some camps that look, head fellas did run on some camps there that look like where they worked all winter, these boys, you see. And Paul did too. And they said, uh, well, Paul, here's some camps that look didn't get out when you right built the camp building pretty close to the river if you really see them. Then camps resembles our camps, your camps, yes. Well, then they go two weeks more. Started again right around, they come right back to that same place again. There was these camps again. Well, then they got out and discovered and found out that hell, we had been driving there for four weeks with 70, 80, 100 men on that drive. Paying them good wages and working like that. And Perry said he was one of the fellows working there. Go there four weeks. Well, Paul said, well, now we're in an awful fix. He said, uh, uh, we'll investigate this. So they went around and around, and they couldn't find no, find no inlet nor outlet of that lake. It was a lake. Instead of a river, it was a lake. Well, then he didn't know what in the world to do. He worked there all winter, spent about all he had, and he didn't know what in the world to do. And, so he had that winter, that awful cold winter, when he had that blue ox, and that blue ox was one of the stoutest animals that ever was hitched up. So he wanted to, he looked all over, he went out to look and see if he could, he discovered them, they went to look to see if he could get an outlet from this here. Well, there was a pretty close to a half mile of a canal to dig if he got it out to a left to this place. To where he, then he'd get to a river, he could put his logs through. If he, if he get that outlet, that, well, then he could drive his logs through there and take them to the mills. So, he looked, finally he heard of a big cow. The old one, the biggest, about the biggest cow in the world, but there he went and got her. Give $150 for this cow. And they took her up, and this cow was giving milk, and they, I don't know, they had some kind of seed to feed her, and they, oh, darn it, begged her. Uh, medicine, or the uh, milk case, something like uh, medicine, you know, and everything like that. The we uh, the kind of hay and stuff that he's given. He got that something out of the hay and he eating it. Made the milk case like medicine. Well, then I'd cut that out. But finally, they, they worked this here, and his men, his crew went, and he took them, and they plowed it and scraped this right out. Broke it right out of there, some of the frost in the ground, but they just 
got that right out there in no time at all. When they got it through, then they drove their logs through and went out on to the river, and then they, then it was all right. So they had to do that same what he, or he lost all he had, you see? Uh -huh. Well, uh, this place was an awful place for, uh, uh, for stones, and they dealt double their axes. In them days, they didn't have no grindstones, and geez, the axes all got dull hitting them on stones. Well, coming right to this place, you well, it was uh, just where they come to this river, uh, where they go down, is awful hilly, and then uh, they get up on there, and, and um, they wanted to grind their axes, and they didn't know what in the world to do. And, uh, Paul says, well, I'll tell you, boys, uh, it's awful stony here, and you get these here, uh, get your axes, hold them right on here now. You have to run a little bit, hold them right on, right on, let these here stones roll and follow them right up and keep your axes on these stones and you know, grind them sharp and chop. So they done that and, and I got it, set the river on fire. Yeah, and the fellow down below there, he was going to kill some hogs at that time and he had a uh, hundred hogs down there. And, and then the river, he didn't have to boil his water. He put them right in the river, soaked them right there, and he scalded all his hogs. Now that's what praise a hobby is, you know, or something like that gets off as tough as that. I can't tell it's good praise because he's, he's alive on that kind of stuff. Well, let's have a song, huh? Maybe I talk so much I can't sing it. Oh, no. I don't think there's anything. Well, what do you want? Well, whatever one you feel like saying. Oh, I don't make any difference to me, whatever you say, or just, just what you like. I'll sing it. Try it. Well, I'll try the Roving Lumberjack, huh? Yeah, no, I'll sing it just as I sing it, and the other fellas, they'll sing it a little different, and they know it, and they weren't ready from, from this same fella or from somebody else, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it, never asked them, but they sing it. Well, you sing it so what? I, uh, I, I don't know. Is this all right, eh? I don't have to. I am a roving lumberjack. The pine woods is my home. Like many other fellow, from camp to camp I roam. How many Arabian river boys I've worked throughout this land, but now I'm on the majesty with a PV in my hand. Yes, I'm the Muskegon river boys for many a dollar I've earned. From Holton to Lake Michigan, East Crook and Bar, I've learned. The Manistee, the Butterfield, the Isabel and the Grand. But now I'm on the Manistee with a PV in my hand. And the Mesquite. Where is the money that I have earned? Not a dollar can I show. It's scattered to the four winds while in my wage I go. I could have had my money, boys. No misfortune do I claim. I lay it not to hard times. There's no one but me to blame. 
My muscle is my fortune, hard work I do not fear. The money I am earning should never go for beer. So let us save our money, boys, until we older grow. We can set around the fire and we'll let the storm wind blow. Now I'm on the Manistee River, the stream is a raging high. Tis fun to see a jam of logs as they go rushing by. Around the crooks and turns, my boys, together we shall ride. I am a happy pineward boy, the river is my pride. Now we're on the Manistee Lake, as ragged as you please. But how happy is the man of wealth, he's sporting at his ease. Our money is already, boys, and the grog shops is open high. But remember what I tell you, that I'm bound to lay it by. If there's anyone that I pity, tis a man that's old and gray, who has to face the storms of winter for the earn his bread each day. So while our strength's a wasting, boys, our money let the stores. When we are old and feeble, we'll face the storm no more. For my muscle is my fortune, hard work I do not fear. The money I am earning should never go for beer. So let us save our money, boys, until we older grow. We can set around the fire and we'll let the storm wind blow.